Welcome back to our Tuesday edition of Thinking Logically. What's up? What's happening, everybody? It is the Father, and I'm joined by my co-pilot, Dr. Corsi. Joe, it's Tuesday. It's a week after Election Day, and Arizona still isn't done counting votes. What's going on? I, I mean, we, we, we said this was going to happen. This is exactly how it turned out in the primary. They kept on counting and counting and counting, not for a week, but for three, four, five days. Uh, you have Katie Hobbs, who was running for Arizona governor. She was also, I believe, the secretary of state. She refused to debate Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake was dead in the polls. But Katie Hobbs was overseeing the election. And uh, I don't know, man. The, the voting machines on election day, what was it? Almost definitely one out of four, almost one out of three in Maricopa County weren't working. And now it's taken weeks to count this. Um, magically, she's still winning by a handful of votes. And Carrie Lake cannot seem to pull ahead for more than a couple minutes or a couple hours without another batch coming in. So that's what's going on in Arizona. I don't know. I'm not there physically, but the way it looks, the news media, who has never been wrong about anything the last two years, has called the race already for Katie Hobbs. So we don't believe the news media here on this podcast, though. So until she concedes, the race is still going on. Votes are still being counted. And there are so many questions involving Arizona by itself. What I just said right there. Here, I mean, it's it's amazing. Let me go on to this tweet. I mean, this is a tweet from, uh, who is this? Kyle Becker. Someone point me to where election machines went down like they did in Maricopa County or where paper ran out, in quotations, and I'll show you a Democrat winner. Strange, isn't it? It's unbelievable. <laughs> and that's that's happened in multiple places. Amazing. Amazing. And, and again, is Katie Hobbs <laughs> going to be the one to certify her own victory after all of this? After all, Votes are still being counted. She wouldn't go near Carrie Lake or debate her. She was afraid. And now all these issues on Election Day in certain places in Maricopa County involving, wow, machines. Machines. The thing she was warned about for two years. <clears throat> She's just going to certify these election results. I, I hope she does. I hope she does. Uh, moving forward, in Georgia and Nevada, do you find it odd that a Republican governor won in both states, but the Republican Senate candidate lost? Is that strange to you? Back that is, that is strange. It's very strange. And it would have been the same yeah. in Arizona. But back to Arizona, do you find it weird that the lady running for treasurer, treasurer, got more votes than Carrie Lake? Does that seem normal to you? After over a week of counting ballots, we're at the same time, again, nearly one in three machines in Maricopa County were not working on election day. Talk about disenfranchised voters, the ones that waited two or three hours in line. And I don't know what happened to them, or the ones that were told, hey, drop it off in this fill machine. We'll, we'll drag it on to downtown later. We'll count it on election night after everything else. Well, it, it, let's raise questions about the deep blue state of New York turning red all of a sudden, except in the governor's race. What about the fact we're still counting in some places and we don't know who will control the house for sure or by what majority? Do any of you listening think this sounds weird? I, I think, and Mark, we talked about this and we talked about this with a, with a friend of ours in, in a group text, but I think 
what happened in these midterms this year is very clear. It's it's 100% clear. The red wave came. There was a red wave. If there was no red wave, then they wouldn't still be counting votes. The issue is we, the people, don't have free or transparent elections. Transparency, where is it? The people elected to represent us seems like they're illegitimate. <clears throat> now, here's what I'm saying. If they are, if they're fraudulently voted in, and then once in, they start shipping our tax dollars out to places like Ukraine or other money laundering schemes, it, 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 it's all big. It's all one big money laundering scheme, actually, with our tax dollars. It's, it's no different, Mark, than the movie uh, Casino, The Skim. Our tax dollars are basically the skim in the movie Casino. And we don't have a say. We have no say. Did you vote to send your money to Ukraine? And look at all the fake stories that our media put through, put, put on television, the ghost of Kiev, all this stuff. It's, it's sickening. We were lied to. So I'll ask the question. If we are electing people that aren't representing us, if, if, I'm sorry. If we aren't electing the people that are representing us, then is what we have any different than the 1770s in King George? The way I see it, it's effectively taxation without representation. I mean, George Washington would be turning over in his fucking grave right now. This is the basis of what started the Revolutionary War. So why would any, any person with a brain continue to pay their taxes if... if they could just hit print whenever, number one, and they're sending the money across to a Ford nation or laundering in another way. This is, Mark, this is why I always say, once you see it for how it really is, you'll never be able to unsee it. Our federal government is a giant money laundering scheme that uses our tax dollars. This is why you have to work more and more every 10, 20, 30 years to have the same quality of life. And most of the people listening probably don't even realize it. Think of it this way. 50, 60, 70 years ago, a man could sell washers and dryers, washers and dryers, and make enough money to send his kids to college while his wife stayed home and cooked. What happened? We never, we never, lost, a, we never lost a war, a world war. We have the world's reserve currency. We have all the natural resources we could ever dream of. Why is it like this? And more importantly, why does no one ever notice? <clears throat> And then again, when you have a monetary financial system, whatever you want to call it, that's based on fiat, it's backed by actually nothing, and, and we could print more whenever, this causes inflation, but you know, who cares, right? Who cares, right? This is why they had to move manufacturing jobs to shit countries for NAFTA 30 years ago, and why they, they're never coming back. You couldn't afford to pay for the products if we actually gave someone a living wage to make them. We need the cheap slave labor. So keep electing people that aren't America first. I mean, I, I don't even know it's your fault because we don't have free and fair elections. But if this keeps happening, they're just going to keep on stealing your money and you're going to continue to work more and more while you receive less and less. Mark? That might have been your Alexander Hamilton moment, Joe. That was a, uh, a great a great uh, monologue there. I mean, that was, that was your, that was your best work in 28 episodes of this. I mean, you're, you're, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there, but I mean, with these elections that are going on, I mean, who, who has faith in any of these things? I and mean, it's just unbelievable that it's taking this long and it, it's, 
there's just so much, so much work that needs to be done to restore faith in our elections. There is absolutely no freaking reason why Arizona is still counting ballots. It's been a week. Florida was done in, in, in an hour. It's just amazing. But like you said, you know, he had, um, I, I refuse to believe Carrie Lake lost. Carrie Lake, in my opinion, is an absolute star of the GOP, of the Republican Party nationally. She's probably in the top five superstars in the party nationwide. I, I, I just can't fathom her losing this election to someone who's actually running the election. Who didn't, and the, they, the voters who didn't. had no idea. The voters had no idea who Katie Hobbs really is because she won't debate the issues. Yeah. So there, there's a couple things that we could talk about as it relates to elections here. Uh, you know, number one, <laughs> I think it was Jack Posobiec, um put this on. I think I sent it to you. Um, it's not Republican messaging. It's not low quality candidates. It's not Trump. It's not pro-abortion. It's not abortion. It's mass mail-in drop box voting. It's as simple as that. And Republicans will never win another election unless it's stopped. And then I think I sent you something else. It was talking about how he said that if Republicans want to win in 2024, then they need to, I think it was maybe the typical liberal, um, basically undergo the largest vote harvesting operation, ballot harvesting operation in United States history if they, if they want to win in 2024. Republicans just have to fight back. The Democrats are smart. I mean, they are. It's almost like they're playing the Republicans at this point, Joe. And, uh, you know, it, it, they they are Republicans have to get smarter is, is what I'm trying to say. And yeah. they need to make some changes because you just can't keep doing this, this. This is three elections in a row now we've seen. So somebody they need to get some people that are a lot smarter than us in together in a room and figure out how you're going to do this again. You know. And, and we can go back to the mail-in voting because all of the polls we saw, Joe, surging toward Republicans, and I think we may have mentioned this with Roman last week. Yeah, they may have been surging in the polls as we got closer to Election Day, but how many millions of people already voted? So it was like it wasn't even valid because millions of votes were already cast by that point in time. So that's one. Uh, two, I was just listening to, to Dan Bongina before we, we got on here and I've been, I told you yesterday, I've been in a funk since election day. I just, it's hard for me to, to accept that Carrie Lake lost. It's hard for me to accept that Lee Zeldin got blown out. It's hard for me to accept that Oz lost. Uh, and we can probably look at a couple other places across the country where the races we thought were locks, lost. And it's, to me, it's just like, I just don't, I can't wrap my head around this. And it's just been a depressing couple of days for me just thinking about everything going on but you know I, I don't know if you want to call this spin or not but dan bongino mark levin these guys are, are, are saying you know a lot of the same things you just did you know there definitely was a red wave look at how many seats we picked up in the house we picked up 18 seats in the house herschel walker wins his runoff we're back to where we started 50 50 before the election uh we're probably going to have a majority in the house which is great hopefully we have a little bit of a cushion there uh, you know, but the 2020 format for the Senate looks a lot more favorable. The Democrats have a lot more seats to defend in 2024. Herschel Walker, they need to go all in on Herschel Walker. That's a six-year seat. 
and they cannot leave anything left uh, on the table there in Georgia. So uh, there is some good to take out of this. And, uh, you know, hopefully we see the fruits of those labors come out, come out in, in, in next year. So that's all I got. It is shocking, man. But I, 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 how, how do we let this go? How, how can you let go what happened in Arizona? If I lived in Arizona, I would say, no, you have to prove this to me. I'm sorry. This is twice in a row. There was too many, too much funny business going on with the with the drop boxes and the machines not working in thirty percent of the places there. It's just ridiculous. I'm sorry, you're you're gonna have to prove it to me as as a person that lives in Arizona. Now yeah. we live in Pennsylvania. I don't care, Fetterman. I can't wait. Honestly, I'm over. I, I cannot wait to see him get sworn in. I'm excited. If this is the standard right now, it's so we always talk about 1984, the book, movie, whatever. Um, we're, in, we're moving to Idiocracy, the movie Idiocracy, where we're electing people in hoodies and, and that wear Jordan shorts and hoodies and that, that are cool, that have literally brain damage and, and no IQ. An IQ of maybe, we'll say, 79, 80, he might have it best. We don't know because he won't release his medical records. But that, that could be the new... We're going to be entering Idiocracy. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to see him on the Senate floor. Very soon, and he's he's not going to be able to hide. But are they going to wheel in a giant machine to swear him in? <laughs> Is it going to be televised? I, I, it has to be televised. I'm sorry. I hope it is. I hope it is. I mean, like, you know, like I said, Joe, the Democrats are smart. You know, they're outmaneuvering the Republicans and all this stuff. I, I just wish there was more election integrity in this country. Either Republicans, like I said, have to go all in on on ballot harvesting or they need to embrace mail-in voting and stop telling, telling everyone to show up on election day because we're just going to keep losing elections. There's just no rhyme or reason for this, Joe. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable to me. I'm not saying that there was fraud, but it's definitely questionable. You know, the fact that everything you mentioned, uh, everything we've seen, but I don't know. I don't. I would love to know the, the the background and see the inner workings of the signature matching, the signature verification for the mail-in votes. You know, but like you said, how does the treasurer of the state of Arizona get more votes than Carrie Lake? Come on. I would like to know who was on Twitter for the official Maricopa County Twitter account on November twelfth when they were yelling at people, yelling at Twitter people, commenting. In a, in a thread, it says voters, all legal votes. I'm going to read you the whole thread. This, this is from Maricopa County on the official account on Twitter. Voters, all legal votes will be counted. Your vote will be counted equally, whether it was reported first, last, or somewhere in between. Thank you for participating. And then it's another tweet. Candidates, they're talking to the candidate. All legal votes will be counted, including votes for you. If you have the most votes in the final tally, you will be elected. If you do not have the most votes, you will have lost your election. And then it's another one. Disinformation super spreaders. This is from the official account. This is why it gets weird. Please read Arizona election law in the election procedure manual before asking leading questions about how something seems suspicious. There are processes and checks and balances in place to make sure every legal vote is only kind of once. Okay, Maricopa County, can you explain instead of making us go online and read it, maybe? And then finally, social media bots. Your disapproval is duly noted, but your upvotes and retweets will not be part of this year's totals. This is not meant as an effort to your robot overlords. 
It's just not allowed for in Arizona law. It's, it's the weirdest thing ever, honestly. This Very is a true. Twitter account. And, and let's talk about Nevada for a second, Joe. Um, you know, I, I've been, like you said, uh, Nevada, Joe Lombardo won the governor race, Republican. Yeah, Catherine Cortez Masto has been declared the winner, Joe. She's only up 8,000 votes with 98.67 reporting. It's not even over yet. But she's been declared the winner? Well, the media said so. We got to just listen, man. Just like with everything else, the vaccines, COVID lockdowns, Ukraine, we just have to listen. They're right. Just They're right, man. I'm getting, and I'm not saying that there was anything, there was fraud in, in Nevada, but it does seem a little bit suspicious when you're Fuck dumping. It. Fuck it. I am. Fuck when it. You're, when, you're, when, you're reporting, when you're reporting nightly vote dumps at nine o'clock at night for four night, four or five nights in a row, and you all of a sudden win by 8,000 votes? And the cameras go out in the northeast, northwestern county for four or five hours, completely blacked out. And then you say, oh, well, don't worry. We made sure we checked everyone's key cards as if anything, anyone with a brain that's a criminal would use a key card to commit a crime. Why aren't recounts being triggered on, on these on these on this race, Joe? Why aren't recounts being triggered with Carrie Lake and, and Katie Hobbs automatically? I could back it up all the way to why weren't recounts it, it, automatically triggered with Dr. Oz and his primary. It's all bullshit, man. It is. It has to be. It's all bullshit. Crazy. All right. Well, let's move on. Um, we have a lot of things to talk about here today. Uh, in addition to that, uh, we're going to talk about the FTX um, crypto exchange meltdown. We have an update from, looks like, Paul Pelosi. Uh, COVID update. House Majority Leader. And then we're going to get into our disclose segment at the very end. So, Joe. What we saw in the last week was a stunning, breathtaking fall from grace by the Democrats' second biggest donor behind George Soros, guy by the name of Sam Bankman Fried. Fried, Fried, I'm not sure how he pronounces it. And he was the head of the cryptocurrency exchange FTX. Now, you could have bought and sold F, um, cryptocurrency on FTX. Uh, I, I personally use Coinbase. I know you do, too. FTX had $900 million in sellable assets compared to $9 billion in liabilities. This guy uh, gave what, Joe? How, much, how, mu- how many millions of dollars to Democratic uh, PACs and things like that. I know he was just behind George Soros. Was it? It was definitely over $40 million. I think that might have just been one of them. It was somewhere around there. Yeah. It was a lot of money. behind. When you're only behind George Soros, come on. Yeah, we're going to get into that. But Joe, what do you have on, what do you have on, this, on this scandal? The fact that just, just by itself, just by itself, whose headline? Troubled crypto boss Sam Bankman Fried, who lost fifteen billion in a week, fifteen billion in a week, funneled millions to Dems in far left causes. That's that's just one. Now here's where it gets. Well, no, I'm sorry. Here's where it gets weird. I think I might have skipped over the Elon. I don't. Know if, I don't know if you wanted to get into that or not, Mark. Yes, but... we're gonna look at both of those. Both of those articles. I'm gonna. Well, I, okay. I was gonna jump ahead to where it gets extremely weird. The third one there. Well, I, jump- well, I could tell you right now that Sam Bankman Fried donated $38 million just this election cycle. $38 million. 
only behind George Soros, who donated $127 million during the midterm cycle to liberal candidates. How do you compete with that? It's ridiculous. His estimated net worth was $15.6 billion earlier last week. But go ahead. The money was going to freaking Ukraine. And these... Uh, is Fox? I think Fox News started reporting it this morning. But the money that he had, he was funneling it. It was Ukraine was investing the money from the United States into FTX. That makes me say, uh-huh. Uh-huh. is that enough right there to impeach not only Joe Biden, but a lot of people in Congress? How do you not know this? There, there has to be immediate investigations. I'll say it again. Our tax dollars that we were sending to Ukraine or whatever we were doing, I don't even know how it's working. That money was put into FTX. And then that guy took the money and was giving it to far-left causes and Democratic candidates for the midterms. I'll say it again. Money, weapons, whatever, go into Ukraine. Ukraine invested into FTX. And then the owner of FTX sends it to Democrats. It's amazing. You're funding. You don't even know it. Your tax dollars are funding the midterm elections. That was what we call money laundering. It's where Let's where is the where, where is the news on this one? This should be front and center. Where is the news on this one? Let's talk about let's connect some of the dots with Sam Bankman Fried, Joe. Um, do you know who his girlfriend is and, and who her father would be? Um, the one is, uh, well, the, guy, the, the SEC, the, the father is the head of the SEC now, or he was a professor. Correct. Uh, yeah. MIT, where Sam Bankman Fried went to school. You'll figure. Caroline Ellison, this is from the New York Post, the 28-year-old CEO of doomed crypto firm Alameda Research, is facing scrutiny not only over the firm's multi-billion dollar meltdown, but also over rumors that she's the ex-girlfriend of disgraced FTX founder Sam Bankman Fried. Ellison and Bankman Fried were part of a cabal of roommates based in a luxury penthouse in the Bahamas that were behind the machinations at FTX and Alameda. Alameda was connected to some uh, FTX somehow. Alameda was one of about 130 FTX group affiliates included in a Chapter 11 bankruptcy filing last week. Great. Uh, You might say, what's wrong with that? Um, They were former college classmates at MIT and former co-workers at the quantitative trading firm, Jane Street. And there's more to the story here. FTX went from an estimated $32 billion at its peak to effectively zero. Are you kidding me? Zero. That's impressive. That's, that's very impressive. The, the, the best part is Larry David, who usually guesses everything wrong, told everyone in that Super Bowl commercial in February, don't buy, not to buy FTX. He went, yep. ah! Uh, Larry David was finally right. Yep. Um, I'm trying to find out Ellison's father here. If that was, if he was the professor at MIT, or if he was the SEC chairman, he might have been both. He might have been a former professor, and uh I think he was. Yeah, FTX was also a sponsor. I mean, Tom Brady was affiliated with them. He lost 650 million. Him and Giselle supposedly lost 650 million. Oh my gosh. He's going to be playing to be 70 now. 
Current and former employees at FTX and Alameda told Coindesk that Bankman Fried and his circle of friends effectively ran wild with little oversight and major conflicts of interest that sparked alarm among coworkers. Yep. So this was, and her father is uh, Glenn Ellison. Yeah. So her father was Glenn Ellison. He's a, an American economist and he's a professor at MIT. And he was also affiliated somehow with Sam Bankman Fried at MIT as well. So there's, there's some, there's some definitely some uh, shady circles here with Sam Bankman Fried. And we didn't even get into Sam Bankman Fried's mother. Joe, do you have any? Do you have anything on that? Or I, I, I heard this. I think it was this morning. Uh, she was was it one of the early donors to? She was somehow responsible for for getting him and him in touch with like the Biden campaign. I thought somehow. Or am I wrong on that? Um, you are correct. He. <laughs> this is this is unbelievable. Um, the the connections here with the World Economic Forum. Um, and I'm trying to find this information here as, as we're talking. I didn't have this actually pulled up, but um, his mother basically was the, was the vehicle to get him to donate to um, large liberal Democratic um, PACs and, and things like that. But yeah, it's 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 unbelievable the connections there between um, between Sam Bankman Friday's mother, the World Economic Forum. And uh, the Democratic Party. I mean, this is all you could look all this stuff up. This is not some conspiracy uh, theory. So amazing. You know what else is amazing about this? We mentioned Ukraine. So FTX blows up. No more money there, right? Nothing. And then two days later, headline out of Reuters. Zelensky urges G20 to adopt Ukraine's plan to restore peace. Now, all of a sudden, now, all of a sudden, Ukraine, peace. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do, do you see why? Do you see what's going like you, You'd have to literally be a window licker not to, not to figure this out. No one, Ukraine's not, not, doesn't have any, or any more or as much money to launder anymore. They lost their leg in the scheme. Yeah, yeah. They want to talk peace now, and and they're they're trying to they're trying to get that, which which surprised me. That that shocked me. The timing is that. amazing. The timing is literally. Remember, they were going on all kind of offensives last week. What happened? Yeah, what they happened? Took, they took FTX blows the and, fuck up. Yeah. FTX blows the fuck up, and you want a super peace all of a sudden? Amazing to me. Um, yeah, it, it, it really is. It really is. I'm dumbfounded. I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I'd be outraged. This sh- is this on CNN? I'm not near a TV. This should be on CNN right now, right? You, you won't feel, I don't think you'll find anything about this on, in the mainstream media, on, on cable news. Sickening. Sickening. I went into the first segment. This is our tax dumps. So keep on electing these people. They'll figure out another way to, to launder this money. Keep it up. Well, did you see what Elon Musk tweeted? So there was a, an account um, that tweeted, was FTX being used to launder money for the Democratic Party? World Economic Forum sponsored FTX on their website, which has now been removed. Hmm. Huh. Just leave Elon it, right? Musk, like it's not there forever. And Elon Musk tweeted, a question worth asking. 
Absolutely. But that question won't be asked by anybody in the mainstream media. No. Forget about it. Don't worry about it. It's fake news. We're conspiracy theorists. Uh, you know, we're, we're crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, let's, um, you want to move on to the next topic or do we have anything else for FTX? No, I, there's nothing. We're going to, we're going to follow this situation out of Ukraine and the money laundering. It's, it's becoming exposed slowly. So we're not going to spike the football and say, we told you so yet, but uh, let's go, let's go back to the pre-election, how there was all kind of uh right wing or yeah right wing rage and paul pelosi nearly got murdered by a right wing um nut job apparently so let's move into paul pelosi here let's, let's see an update on that um it appears as if nbc suspended the correspondent after the network was forced to retract an exclusive report a report on the paul pelosi attack we actually played that one so it raises the question are we ever going to find out who that reporter's source was and what happened with Paul Pelosi then? Are we ever going to find it? Are we going to hear anything else about this important political story that involved violence a few days before an election? This was the number one story a week ago. What happened? Why, why, why are we forgetting about this? This guy, this guy committed a political crime. It's federal charges. What are we doing here, guys? Cover the so story. Wait. They suspended the correspondent after network was forced. Oh, my gosh. It's almost... So it's why unbelievable. would they suspend him? I know. Why? Why not just kill him? This is this is absolutely ridiculous. What's going on in this country? Uh, he re, he makes a report that doesn't go with the narrative about Paul Pelosi, which raises really good questions, really good questions, and then that gets deleted off NBC's website, and then that reporter gets suspended. Correspondent gets suspended. Suspended. It's amazing to me. It's absolutely amazing. I wonder if Nancy Pelosi had anything to do with with him getting suspended. Yeah, I wonder. Go with yes. You know it. They have so much pull. It's unreal. Wow. That that, is that 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 is that is amazing. And do you think we need a reason? Right? We need a reason why. Why was he suspended? Who was the source that gave false information to him? Then. Again, more questions, no answer. Just like everything else. Every story, whether you go from the girl that got raped in Ohio by an illegal immigrant that was 12 years old that had to travel across states to get an abortion to this. There's always those stories that that are good for the moment and then they just disappear and shut up. Don't ask any more questions about it. It's history. It's amazing. I mean, everybody should be asking questions. I mean, this is part of living in a in a republic. I won't even call it a democracy anymore. It's more of a republic, you know, where we have the First Amendment that protects freedom of speech. You should be asking questions, but we not enough people are asking questions, or maybe not asking the right questions. Apparently, amazing with Paul Pelosi and that guy. I, I, that that is unbelievable. So, what are they accusing him of spreading uh, misinformation? I, I get. Well, they didn't really accuse him of everything. They just suspended him with no real reason. Well, he, he must have been spreading misinformation, quote unquote. Then I don't know. What's the misinformation? Explain it. Explain it to me like I eat yeah. crayons. Right. Like I love to I, eat I'm, crayons. Yeah, I know. What's the misinformation? And and I want to go back. We have anything else for on Paul Pelosi? Because I want to I did find the information here on Sam Bankman Freed's. No, right. Let's go back. This is amazing. Um, all right. 
So it says on April 25th, 2019, Joe Biden announces his presidential campaign. 13 days later, on May 8th, 2019, Sam Bankman Fried, son of Barbara Fried, the co-founder of the political fundraising organization Mind the Gap and Get Out the Vote organizations, including the Center for Voter Information, launches the FTX crypto exchange. The exchange is an overnight success that enables Sam to become the second biggest donor to the Biden campaign. Makes you really think how Mrs. Fried would launch a totally grassroots Democratic uh, political action committee in July of 2018. How you're going to raise enough funds to make a difference. The son coincidentally becomes a multi-billionaire a few months later. It's amazing. And, and then their ties to the World Economic Forum. I mean, this should not be overlooked. It's crazy. And back to Caroline Ellison, Sam Bankman Fried's rumored girlfriend and the CEO of Alameda um, Research. She is the daughter of Glenn Ellison, who we said is the professor of economics at MIT and the former boss of Gary Gensler. Who's Gary Gensler, Joe? Oh, you know, just the head of the uh, Security Exchange Commission. Sick name. So, yeah. Can we get Klaus you, Schwab? Can we get a quick Klaus Schwab on record here on for uh, why they scrubbed this page from the uh, WF website? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I, I, but hey, we're conspiracy theorists. Don't ask these questions. Do you remember someone asking? Uh, I don't know if we covered this or not. They asked Joe Biden about Elon Musk if anyone's going to look into his business dealings. How yeah, yeah. could. Uh, the, now, Joe Biden's falling, falling asleep somewhere in, in Asia, or I don't even know where he is, at the G20. He's falling asleep somewhere over there, shuffling around. But when he gets back, is anyone going to ask Kareem Jean-Pierre about Biden's ties to this? Or this guy's ties to Biden? Peter Ducey might. He's the only one that would. Yeah. Oh, man. Crazy. In insanity. But um, all we could do is just keep keep digging here, you know, keep digging. And it's just sometimes it makes you think, Joe, I mean, is, is anything ever going to change? I don't know. Not, not if we keep on just putting our thumbs. I, so 300 years ago, people went in taverns and talked about this stuff. And you had a revolution with literally probably three to five percent of the populace of the colonies. And they got it done. We have social media now. Just not enough people care yet, I don't think. That, that's the problem. Look, look you know, we voted in a person that can't talk or speak or do anything to Senate in Pennsylvania. And no one really blinked an eye. Yeah, there was a few people talking about how it's crazy. But no one really blinked an eye at that. And we're just going to let it play out, I guess. And I'll be here to say I told you so. But if you think, if you think this isn't going to be a shit show these next two years with another retarded person... Word, but he does he can't do anything he can't work a mcdonald's drive-thru and he got elected senator of the united states of the united states senate seat it's amazing to me can't wait to watch it can't wait to watch it unfold over the next two years Sadly, speaking, of the next, year, but... speaking of the next two years i mean jeff bezos said better stockpile cash because he said an economic meltdown is coming why did he say that and then go and donate his entire fortune no idea no idea <sighs> so confusing I mean, what? And then Amazon's supposed to lay off. They just laid off 10,000 workers. Right before Cyber, the first thing I thought of, because my wife, uh, me and my wife were talking about it, I said, I said, before Cyber Monday, does that make any sense? 
Well, Meta laid off uh, 10,000 workers because Mark Zuckerberg, I mean, everyone knows that Facebook is just dying a slow death. Yeah. And so they lay off 10,000 workers. And now Jeff Bezos is going to lay off 10,000 workers. You're going to see high unemployment in this country is what you're going to see as we go into 2023. But remember, Elon Elon fired, like, Elon fired, I don't know how many people from Twitter. And everyone was up in arms. And then he took away the free lunches. And they were like, he's trying to starve the Twitter employees. Yeah, he he took off their, uh, he took away their, was it their, um, their um, day of rest a month. He got one day of rest. Uh, uh, It's so funny. Better get into a recession-proof job. Hopefully, you're in one. You know, things like uh, education, healthcare, you know, engineering, things like that. Podcasting, podcasting, because things are going to get choppy uh, as we go. What did I say last couple weeks ago, Joe, or last week? What did the hand of the king say? Auto high tower. The road ahead will be difficult. Yes, it will be. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, we have. Uh, did we didn't get to this one yet did we the COVID update no we did not get to the COVID update this this one might make your blood literally boil this is bill gates i'll just let him get i'll just let him talk oh no early february when i was in a meeting that experts at the foundation said there's no way you know this there's been too much uh travel without diagnosis uh, for us to contain this. And then at that point, we didn't really understand the fatality rate. You know, we didn't understand that it's a fairly low fatality rate and that it's a disease mainly of the elderly, kind of like flu is, although a bit different from that. So that was a pretty scary period uh, where the world didn't go on alert, including the United States, near... Okay, you didn't know it was a fairly low fatality rate and that it mainly killed the elderly. That's exactly what we knew, I thought, the whole time. That's why we locked down to protect grandma. That's why we got vaccinated to protect grandma. Am I, am I remembering it incorrectly no, or are they just trying to write their own history here? Oh, no. What? When did he say this? I think this was this week or last week. I mean, this is from today at two thirty in the morning. I want to. I want to say it was. It, it was. This, it was either a Friday. What's, well, it might have been. It might have been Monday because today's Tuesday. It could have been Monday. Look at the comment underneath here. Remember the two California doctors who were suspended from social media for medical misinformation? Well, it turns out they were right all along, and it was the CDC, WHO, FDA, Fauci, and the media who were spreading medical misinformation. He's 100% right. Yeah. And, and you know what? Like I said, that's the, the whole reason we did this was to protect grandpa and grandma. Yeah. We, we, we locked down to protect grandpa and grandma. We didn't go over for Christmas to protect grandpa and grandma. We wore masks to protect grandpa and grandma and old people and people with no immune immunity. Let's check in because we got vaccinated for them too. Let's check in on Pfizer, Moderna, and the vaccines, which were brought to you using, you guessed it, our tax dollars. Let's check in. See the headline. This is from the Daily Mail online. Moderna and Pfizer will investigate whether their COVID vaccines cause long-term health issues. They're finally doing that. I thought they tested them on the nine mice, Mark. What happened? (laughs) Yep. What is going on? 
they're just they're trying to write their own history. They're they're going to say, "See, we told you the whole time these are dangerous. No yeah. one forced you to take them." How about? <laughs> I, I have to go back to this to this Twitter here. Um, <laughs> word count from New York Times puff piece on Sam Bankman Fried. Fraud, zero. Enron, zero. Crime, zero. Illiquid, zero. Stolen, zero. Hidden, zero. Criminal, zero. Backdoor, zero. He's getting sleep, one. That's amazing. Honestly, it's amazing. Katie Hobbs has a combined following of 148,000. Carrie Lake has a combined following of 1.1 million. Katie Hobbs was scared to debate. Carrie Lake wasn't. Tell me again how Katie, Katie Hobbs won. <laughs> can't go Maricopa County will lose their mind on you you can't go off Twitter followers yeah not not good I'd say the most important one is is the the treasurer the fact that the treasurer got way more but like people were just saying I'm so disgusted with Carrie Lake and I love this lady that I've never seen or really heard from that isn't that is guaranteeing we're going to have secure elections and anyone questioning the election is a conspiracy theorist I'm going to vote for Katie Hobbs and then boom what happens that day machines go down and everyone yeah. decides to still vote for Katie Hobbs amazing to me seth dillon tweeted when does election day end and then ted cruz responded when the democrats win he's not wrong not wrong all right um we're gonna wrap up here we have a who will the house majority leader be joe before we get into this is there any chance trump has become a speaker i would say it's still at like five percent chance it doesn't have to be today it doesn't have to be tomorrow it could be at any time it, it could be at any time the republicans are a majority yeah all right, go ahead. Okay, so that is the question. Who will be the House Majority Leader now? And I'm going to play you a clip from way back, 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 in episode one of Thinking Logically. Here you go for your entertainment. We have a Republican-controlled House. Do you think, and you've talked about this, Donald Trump will become Speaker? Okay, so I think when did I first say this? March of 2021. I think I was March or April of 2021. I was whispering this and then I, I already came out after whenever it looked like it was going to be a landslide for, for all, all Republicans in the House and Senate. So what it will work, how it work is they get control of the House and you get to elect the speaker if you're the majority party. Now, you don't have to elect a congressman. You can elect just a normal citizen. Now, if that's the case, Trump wouldn't have a vote in Congress. But does that really matter? I, I won for the Speaker of the House role. We get to listen to him with the gavel. And it would just be amazing. And then he has an open platform to speak again because you really can't ban him off social media. Not that he's ever going to go back to Twitter again. He has his own social media company, which we can get into later with, with Twitter and Elon Musk and everything that happened today. So but we, we told you right then it was a possibility. Everyone probably thought we were crazy. And then I turn into Face the Nation on oh man i think it was on friday yeah and jamie raskin one potential this is from him one potential candidate whose name has been floated is donald trump himself because the speaker of the house does not have to be a member of the house jamie raskin seems a little bit nervous about that happening mr january 6th committee himself i'm not going to play you the clip because it's two minutes long and i don't want anyone in our audience to have to listen to jamie raskin you know un unnecessarily so just going to re repeat what he said that's coming from him, not me. There's a lot of people that are now saying Trump for Speaker of the House or were over the weekend. Just remember where you heard it first. All right. Um, let's. Do you want to wrap up with the disclose? Yes, absolutely. Okay. All right. So 
we haven't done this in a while, and we are going to wrap up very, very soon here. And we have some great headlines to read you. I mean, I mean, these are breaking as we're as we're talking here today. So we're going to go back. I mean, we could just we're going to go back to the twelfth. No, we'll go back to November twelfth, and uh, we'll start there because we have uh, there's a lot here. Joe, if you have any comments, just as usual, uh, spit them out. All righty. Black Lives Matter demo leader Zara Salim charged with fraud involving fundraiser that culminated in the toppling of Edward Colston statue. Now, you probably won't know that, but she is um, a British Black Lives Matter uh, organizer. All right. FTX crypto exchange implosion took down Democrats' second biggest donor. Only George Soros tops Sam Bankman Fried's donation. Talked about him. Uh, the B-17 bomber and a smaller plane collided at a Dallas air show. Joe, you sent me this. That is That was unbelievable. Yes, very, very sad situation. I think at least five people were down. I'm guessing that that's, that's everyone. I don't think the plane coming down was able to see the other plane either trying to land or take off. I don't know. Yeah. George W. Bush and Barack Obama will hold back-to-back disinformation conferences this week. It's weird. It's one day after uh, or a couple days after Trump's speech. And do they really need to march them out here to talk about disinformation? I, th- I thought the news media had that under, under control. Hell is that. London has lost its crown as Europe's biggest stock market to Paris as pound sinks luxury, luxury shares rise. Huh. Biden greets G at G20 summit in Bali. Good to see you, Biden told G. Biden and G last met face-to-face in 2017 at Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum in Davos. I can't. He has to be so jet-lagged. From it's, I'd love to be a fly in the room with him oh, speaking. Yeah. New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern entered the East Asia Summit Gala Dinner with World Economic Forum President Klaus Schwab. Oh, good for her. Yep. Both without masks, but surrounded by mask-wearing service purse. Good. The serfs. Amazing. Ukraine Zelensky visits Kherson after Russian retreat. So the Russians retreated, and now Ukraine's suing for peace. Yep. Again, I get a hammer at home because this is just fake news. If you, I, I could see past it. Russia's job isn't to hold areas of Ukraine. Maybe they were withdrawing and Ukraine is just moving in there and their news is reporting it that way. I don't know. Figure out for yourself. And they're now demanding reparations uh, from Russia. I'm, I'm sick of that word, reparations. No one's because they, they don't have any more money. Anyone. Ah, it's sickening. Sickening. Jeff Bezos plans to give away most of his $124 billion net worth to charities that fight climate change and unify humanity during his lifetime. Okay, thinking about it this way now, maybe he's doing it because he's going to get a return that's two or three times that, or maybe he's doing it, I don't know, it seems like a money, another money laundering scheme, climate change, climate agenda, climate initiative, whatever. It's so, so much of climate, climate stuff, it's all we hear about, and it's like, makes you wonder. Uh, Penn suddenly says, reckless Trump endangered me and my family? And everyone at the Capitol building on January 6th. Okay. How? I don't want to hear any more January 6th unless we're talking about the pipe bomber or 
the th- the tens of thousands of hours of footage that we can't see or rayups. Yep. Let's talk about something new, please. <laughs> Unfortunately, Joe, after tonight, after we hear Donald Trump announce his 2024 presidential run, you are going to hear January 6th even more so for the next two years. I mean, it's going to be an onslaught of January 6th insurrection uh, stuff. If he announces. We don't know if he's going to announce or not. Oh. Okay. Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum has scrubbed the page about the FTX crypto exchange from its website. Hmm, I wonder why. You'll have no history and you'll like it. Yep. <laughs> CIA warns Russia in Turkey of the consequences of using a nuclear weapon in Ukraine. Oh, give me a break. With, I'm sorry. I, I just, I, I've had it with the CIA. I, you, I, CIA. I lost a lot of credibility from all, all, a lot of shit. That's all we're going to say. Poland to seize Gazprom assets of Yamal Europe gas pipeline. Germany to nationalize former Gazprom subsidiary. Okay. Uh, as I said before, Ukraine demands reparations from Russia at the United Nations. Uh, this is this next one, Joe. Someone We had a listener reach out to me and ask me if we were going to talk about this on the episode. And I, says, I said, yeah, we're, we're most likely going to mention this. Now, you know the World Cup starts Sunday, Joe, in, in Qatar, basically in Doha, uh, in the surrounding sprawl of Doha, which is, is interesting because Qatar is not very big, and, and Doha is pretty much their only city. Well, I don't know if you saw this, Joe, but probably did. The United States, you know, they have the, the crest on, the, on, their, on their jersey with the USA in, what, like seven stripes. Red stripes. Yeah. yeah. Well, they changed the crest to a rainbow-colored stripes underneath where it says USA. So now you have USA and then the rainbow-colored stripes um, to stand with the LGBTQ what? community. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, wow. Alexa does not like you talking about the gay pride flag. Pride. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Wait, no, hold Alexa on. Does not. So, where's the outrage from everyone else that didn't get their flag on it? Like, where's the Black Lives Matter flag? Do you see why you can't do this? You can't just draw the line at, at the gay pride flag. You have to go with every flag. It's not the American flag. Like, when, when we go out, we, you don't wear the gay pride flag out. You wear the American flag out. What is going on here? And where are they doing this again? In the Middle East. Do they want to get bricks thrown at them on the <laughs> on the bus ride to the stadium? Do they want to get stoned? And I saw this. Here, here's the that. thing. Uh, we're, uh, it's, it's fine, but what you're doing, what they're doing is they're rubbing it in their faces. Yep. They're rubbing it in their faces. Now, they're, it's like they're trying to instigate. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, like, it'd be one thing if, like, there was a homosexual person going over there and they wanted to, like, no, that's different. Why do we need to have the flag on the jersey? There should only be one flag on the jersey. It's very simple. It's a very simple concept. One flag on the jersey. For anyone listening, and, and, and they might watch the American team play, this is only during practice and it's only during certain, certain situations. They are not going to be wearing the rainbow-colored LGBTQ stripes during their games over. Why not, Mark? Why not? That's kind of (laughs) offensive. They only do it during the practice, and they back down. What happened to being proud? (laughs) What is going on? Does no one else see it this way? I know. 
because apparently in the Middle East and in places like Qatar, being a, a, a gay male could lead could lead you in uh, in prison, land you in prison. So uh, they are standing with the community. That's all I have to say. Uh, another picture of Jeff Bezos here. Amazon plans to lay off approximately 10,000 people as soon as this week, the New York Times reports. Uh, Cyber Monday coming up. This makes no, zero sense. My wife said to me this morning, do you read the New York Times? I go, no. Of course not. Um, people in the Chinese city of Guangzhou, hope I'm saying that right, tear down COVID barricades. China has placed the 13 million people living in Guangzhou under strict stay-at-home orders. Wow. Never ends. <laughs> when does it end for China with these strict stay-at-home orders, Joe, in these cities? My goodness. Probably the same time. <laughs> it's probably about the same time they'll finish counting the boats in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, again, we mentioned this earlier. Jeff Bezos warns Americans should prepare for the worst, quote-unquote, as recession looms and advises to stockpile cash in case there was a devastating downturn. And then immediately goes and gives away his fortune to climate agenda. Yeah. Uh, federal appeals court blocks Biden's student debt relief program nationwide right after the midterm elections, the latest legal setback for his administration. And the federal court said the injunction will remain in effect until further order of this court or of the Supreme Court of the United States. Yep, no $400, $400 billion package on the stroke of a pen like that. Sure. Can't do that. Uh, how Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum and others are hiding their past ties with the FTX crypto exchange. This is from the New York Post. Won't get into that. We've already mentioned that enough. But keep an eye on that, guys. If you're listening out there, do your research into this one. This is... I don't want to call it a house of cards, Joe, but... Like you said, th- there's a potential money laundering scheme here that would be devastating, but it's never going to come to light because the mainstream media and cable news will never, ever, ever report on it. So I don't know how this th- how this news gets out there, you know, to the masses. But we have Elon on Twitter, and hopefully, you know, things keep getting put out. They lost their one. Mi- that's one of their main microphones, Twitter, if you think about it. Social yep. media, and they, they lost one of the biggest ones. I would say Twitter's bigger than Facebook, but I don't know. What do I know? Right. Uh, all right. What else we got here? Global population hits 8 billion. That was today. Damn, my kid was going to be very close to being the 8 billionth person on the You might have got You might have got, got a New York Times article, Puff Piece, on you. Yeah. Now we're in a holding pattern here, so we're just still just waiting it out. Thirty-nine weeks on Friday. Well, we'll, t- we'll talk. We'll talk after the show or text after the show. My, my wife will give you advice how to how to get out of it early. <laughs> what to say to the doctors? Yeah, she needs to like hold off uh, until the weekend's over with. That'd be great. Uh, Biden skipped tonight's gala dinner at the G20 summit and headed back to the hotel at 8 p.m. instead. He's just like sundowners, sundowners, whatever. This was a last minute change. It's been a long day and he has other matters he needs to attend to. It's been a long day. Is that what they said? Yeah. That was the excuse they said. It's been a long day. Yep. Wow. They don't don't, don't even care anymore. Yeah. Um, 
Another attack on a painting. We've seen people attack paintings. Uh, attack on Gustav Klimt's Death and Life painting with black liquid at the Leopold Museum in Vienna. Like, how are, how are these people getting in these museums with paint? I, I don't know. I have no idea. And don't, wouldn't you put like a little tiny thin sheet? Uh, maybe they do. Put a tiny thin sheet of glass on it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Wake up. Um, how, how long, do they go to jail for a while for doing this? Uh, I would think so. Maybe not. I don't know. All right. I know you have to get going here. We're almost done. Russia is striking Ukraine with missiles across the country while delegates attend the G20 gala dinner in Bali. All right. Uh, this one, I read this to you before the show. The B20, I don't even know what the B20 is, calls on the G20 to adopt vaccine passports using World Health Organization standards and to promote digital identity schemes. Let's have a digital health certificate acknowledged by the WHO. If you have been vaccinated or tested properly, then you can move around, said the Indonesian health minister in Bali. Are you guys paying attention to all of this? Sickening. Uh, Texas declares invasion at the U.S. southern border and authorizes unprecedented measures to defend the state under the Constitution by Governor Greg Abbott. Uh, something they want to do, build a border wall, multiple counties on the border, deploy gunboats to secure the border, designate drug cartels as foreign terrorist organizations, enter into a compact with other states to secure the border, and basically just enhance border security. You know why, Joe? Because our national, our, our federal government isn't doing anything about it. I don't know. The, the whole border counties seem to vote blue somehow. Yeah. Uh, this is good. Central bank digital currency. New York Federal Reserve and multiple global banking giants start a 12-week digital dollar pilot. <laughs> it's coming. This is coming, Joe. And when it happens, you can kiss your privacy goodbye. You're right. They will know where every dollar you spend goes. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. And they will shut off your bank account if you yep. become a conspiracy theorist or don't go along with the plan. Think so. we're joking? We're not. And people out there say, ah, they'll never do that. Mm, think again. Crypto lender BlockFi. Oh, my. Prepares for possible bankruptcy. As contagion from FTX collapse spreads, Wall Street Journal reports. I wonder if any banks are going to get caught up in this. I don't know. I don't think this is a crypto issue per se. I think this is more of a one person who just basically. They'll make it look like a crypto issue. That's a good point. They'll make it look like a crypto issue because they don't want people putting their money in crypto. They want you, they, they want you to keep your money in fiat. Maybe that's why Bezos is saying to keep cash under your mattress all of a sudden because they don't want you exploring other currency. They want you to use the currency that's based on credit and debt and that can be printed whenever. Not something you have to mine and do work for to create more Bitcoin or whatever it is. It's yeah. that don't makes forget. sense. Amazingly good sense right there. Amazingly good sense. The crypto market cap is still at $840 billion. I mean, that's still a lot of money that's in crypto worldwide. $840 billion. That was down from its high of $2 trillion. So this is not a crypto. Crypto is going to come back. Bitcoin's going to come back. It's going to be probably late 2023 into 2024. And you're going to see another bull run in crypto like you've never seen before. They want you. They don't want you to have crypto. They want you to have that digital dollar, not crypto. Correct.
Uh, Poland urgently convenes the Committee of the Council of Ministers for National Security and Defense Affairs. A believed Russian missile has crashed in a village in Poland tonight, reportedly killing two civilians. Police and army or personnel are on the scene investigating, according to local media. Oh, wow. Russian missiles cross into Poland, killing two people again. Hungary convenes Defense Council Prime Minister Viktor Orban. It's heating up over there. Not in, not in that way. It's getting cold, but it's heating up in other ways. Tell me, tell me this isn't the start of World War III like uh, Archduke Franz Ferdinand getting assassinated. Yeah. All right, Joe, anything else? Um, I'm going to end here with a song to keep everyone's mood elevated a little bit. Uh, listen, it's, it's, been a, it's been a tough couple weeks here. Uh, a tough week, actually, with the election. But you have to remember, it, there was a red wave. You can't get discouraged. You can't, just, you can't just give up. What happens is Republicans have to take the House, which they already have. They have to get a good speaker in the House. I'm not saying that has to be Donald Trump, but it cannot be Kevin McCarthy. And we have to do investigations on everything from what happened in March with coronavirus all the way up until what happened in Arizona this week with this election, because we never get any answers ever. And like I said, if if the people that are being elected aren't really being elected, then what we have is effectively taxation without representation. And it's what the revolution was started over. We need an answer as to what happened with COVID. What happened with these vaccines? What's going on with the money laundering thing in Ukraine and this FTX? And what's going on with our election integrity? And there, there's a lot more, but those are questions that need to be answered. And if we have a Republican majority in, in the House, got to have the committees, got to have the, the hearings. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I look forward to the, to the investigations and the House investigations. I mean, but again, everything is just so partisan. You know, and uh, in, in, in like you just said, I mean, we, we never get any answers. Will we ever get answers? Find out. It's up to us, the people, to just keep on keep on pressing. We want answers. But to call your senator, get loud on social media, just talk amongst ourselves. That's what we're going to do. But we're not going to lose hope. We're not going to do anything like that. We're not going to cry and say it's over. So we're just going to keep on reporting what's going on on an alternate way from the mainstream media. So don't lose hope. Um, we're going to continue to be here. So. Mark, anything else? No, chin out, chest up. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. I'm, I'm